Hello and welcome. In today's episode, we're going to talk about studying and the importance of studying and how to succeed in nursing school by studying. And I know it's not the most attractive topic that one could possibly talk about, but it's a very important aspect of school and it is absolutely necessary to succeed. So where to get started? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is time. You absolutely need to put in the time to succeed. So how much time do you need to put in? Well, I'm just going to say I studied about four to six hours every day for about five to six days a week. And the days I didn't study, it was usually one rest day per week, or it was right after a clinical rotation where I was just physically too tired to study anymore and retain any information. However, that being said, I didn't exactly study for six hours straight, nonstop. I took about several breaks in between, and I studied in about two-hour increments. That allowed me to rest my mind, gather my thoughts, process everything that I just read about, and prepare myself for the next series of information. Typically, I would read the chapter while highlighting important points, and then I would go back and take notes on the chapter. I will admit I was not the best note taker in school, but all I really did was just while reading the chapter, I would just copy down the important sentences and I would handwrite all of my notes because handwriting all the information was just another way for me to memorize the information along with reading it. So for example, I'm going to talk about stroke. I'd start off with the pathophysiology and the definition of a stroke which is a disturbance in blood flow towards the brain. There are generally two types of strokes. One is ischemic and the other is hemorrhagic. And for this example, we're just gonna concentrate on the ischemic stroke, which is usually caused by a blockage of plaque. And then next we move on to the assessment part and basically what a person looks like when they're having a stroke. Some signs and symptoms include weakness or numbness of one side of the body, slurred speech, unable to comprehend what is being said to them, dizziness, etc. And then after the assessment part has been filled out, I move on to the diagnostic tests. And usually strokes are diagnosed by performing CT scans or MRIs. And for the last part, I usually write down the treatment plan. And in this case, in an ischemic stroke, TPA or thrombolytics are used to treat ischemic strokes. And basically, these drugs are very strong anticoagulants, also known as clot busters. And they're very good at dissolving whatever plaque or is occluding the artery. And on a side note, if you ever are in a position where you are giving TPA, you want to make absolute sure that the patient is actually having an ischemic stroke and not a hemorrhagic stroke. Because if the person is bleeding and you give them anticoagulants, well, it's just you're going to make them bleed a lot more and possibly resulting in their death. Sorry, got a little carried away there. And back to studying strategies. And the next tool I would like to talk about is recording the lecture. Because a lot of teachers like to include things that was in the lecture, but not necessarily 
directly from the book. And also, while you're taking notes in the class, they might be speaking faster than you're able to write down what is being said. And finally, also, listening to the lectures repetitively helps to solidify the information inside of your mind. I used to listen to recorded lectures a lot during my commute to and from school and home while I was on the bus, and basically any downtime that I was able to just passively listen to something. And finally, the last tip that I have is to form study groups. Study groups are a bit of a double-edged sword depending on your personality. If you're able to cooperate and stay on topic during these sessions, then they are an absolute essential tool for studying. But for someone like me who tended to veer off topic a lot, a lot of the sessions ended up being just kind of hangout time. And I know I said that was the final tip, but I actually have one more and I just thought of it. Basically, if you are able to get in contact with someone who already took the class the year or the semester prior, if you could ask them where the teacher got their test questions from, that was incredibly beneficial to me because some teachers were very textbook heavy and they got a lot of questions from there or some other teachers were very lecture heavy and a lot of the test questions came from what was said in class or another teacher would test from their notes that they wrote themselves and they just gave out to the class. So it really depended on the teacher. And I found that most upperclassmen were more than happy to give tips and certain strategies on how to study for specific teachers because most of the classes are quite stressful and honestly we just want everyone to succeed. And that's about it for today. I hope this episode finds you well. I hope you learn something from it. I hope it helps you throughout your journey through nursing school and also possibly even beyond. And I'll see all of you in the next one. Take care, everybody.